Welcome to the Robert Affolter Show. It is Tuesday, December... <laughs> Welcome to the Robert Affolter Show. It is Thursday, December the 2nd of 2021. And yesterday I mentioned uh, pentanomics. And today I want to give a little bit more and uh, give some insights that I think I might have <laughs> into... Uh, the basics of pentanomics. And pentanomics is based on three universal laws, and I'm going to just give them to you, and then I'm going to talk about the first one. So the very first one is, we have no choice about the laws that govern society. The second one is, the only way to maximize the good is to minimize harm. And the third one is, societies have five econ economies. Now let's look at the first one. We have no choice about the laws that govern society. <laughs> well, we all believe that we have choices, right? We all believe we have choices, and I've covered that in another podcast. Do we really have choice or not? It's one of my favorite topics because it gets back to whether we believe in duality or we believe in this idea that we came from energy and matter. So if, there, if we believe in duality, then we believe that whatever it is that we are we are something other than just this body, just the energy and matter of the body. And we believe that we can direct the energy and matter of the body to do what we want to do, and that's what we call choice. <laughs> now, what gets into this and what makes it fun is when I realize that if we apply the laws of physics to biology, we wind up with a situation where we don't have any choice. And let me explain. So. Newton gave us three laws of motion. The first one is uh, inertia. Something at rest remains at rest, or a body in motion remains in motion in a straight line unless it's acted upon by an outside force. And the second one is force equals mass times acceleration. We really don't need that one. The third one is for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And I'm only going to focus on that first one, inertia, because from there we can get everything else, because... If a body doesn't move or moves only in a straight line and unless it's acted upon by an outside force, my body's here moving. Where does the outside force come from that causes that motion? Now, we know computers move, right? You can make a robot move, and how, why, how does it move? I mean, this is something that, that ancient philosophers didn't have to deal with. <laughs> but, or here, even in Newton's time, he didn't know anything about it. About computers and, and watching cars move and that kind of thing, but but do do his principles still hold? And some are going to say, well, at the uh, at the level of uh, quantum mechanics, it, it changes and we start to see randomness and we start to see other things. But but let's stick with this high level because randomness isn't going to help us either as far as being able to have a choice. So how do we have choices in life? How do we make decisions? And if we look at computers, programming is actually a decision tree. So it's an, oftentimes it's an if-then, or you're, you're moving data around and, and you're comparing one data set to another data set. And if certain things are true, then you go this way or that way. And, but the computer doesn't have a choice. It just follows the data. It follows its programming and then does whatever the input to the program makes the program work, really, right? So, if we had a if 
if this happens, do this. So if, if the incoming image, if you took a picture of me and that image looked like um, this image that was stored of me and it did the comparison, said, yeah, that's, that's him, shut the computer down, then the computer shut down. It wouldn't have any choice about it. They wouldn't think, well, I don't think I'll do that today. No, <laughs> this, that's the way it works. And I talked about this in, in a different episode. I said, can you imagine that if you had a computer that had free will? It wouldn't work. Or it'd work like trying to get one of your kids to do something, right? <laughs> maybe it'd work, maybe it wouldn't. So we really depend a lot on this idea that we can change things. Well, what's this first law of pentonomics saying is we don't have any choices in societal's laws, in society's laws. Well, Rick's not saying you don't have any choices, that of course we can pass laws, but once you pass them, then what happens? Once you pass all these laws, you make all these regulations, then what happens? Well, then you got to start living with it, and pretty soon you figure out, well, that didn't work out so good. I don't like that. And if enough people say they don't like it in our society, it gets changed. And in other societies, revolutions happen. <laughs> so ultimately, you don't have a choice but to do things that are good for as many people as possible so that you can maintain power. So really, we don't have any choice. We don't have any choice but to try to find the outcome that is most beneficial for the most people. And I think that's a pretty cool universal law. <laughs> and something we can start, start talking about. What if we just started trying to implement that? Wouldn't that be cool? All right, I want you to think about that. Try to discuss that with, with your friends. And doesn't that just make sense? Wouldn't that be cool? And remember to think about what I'm talking about as well, that the reason you have this ability is because you're not what should I say? You're not limited by the concepts that you've been given, or you don't have to be. You can take a new concept and say, oh, well, let's think about that. And that's part of our choice. And we have that choice because we're not just biological computers. We're more than that. You can be the operator and programmer of your own mind. All right, Robert Affalter signing off, helping you have a wonderful life. Thanks for watching and listening.